All right. It is uh, what Wednesday night. I'm already mixing up my days. Uh, good to hear from you, Janelle. Good to talk to you again, too, Steve. What's up? Uh, not much. Just uh, staying busy with work. But uh, figured I got a couple days, and you know, now that you're not busy either, uh, or at least not as busy, we can uh, knock out something real quick here before uh, we both see Captain Marvel tomorrow. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Cannot wait to see that movie tomorrow. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be good. But um, you know, we've we've kind of missed a couple weeks here. Um, so there's a lot that's happened, at least in a couple sports. Um, I guess we probably should start where everyone kind of is in sports with uh, the Lakers being. I don't know if tanking is the right word, but it sure looks like they might be, honestly. Um, and LeBron just being unwilling to play any defense, it seems like. Yeah, like, honestly, like, it's really funny to see the videos on social media of him just kind of, like, coasting. But, I mean, I feel like at this point, and somebody brought this up, I mean, the guy has how many projects going on with, you know, outside of basketball with Hollywood and, and, you know, different documentaries and different business ventures. It's definitely starting to appear like that is where he's focusing his attention, which, when he decided to go to LA, I think everybody knew that, that it was more about, you know, him, you know, becoming a businessman uh, and kind of transitioning out of being a basketball player. It's LeBron, the businessman, and he happens to play basketball for the LA Lakers, and I really think that's starting to show. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird to see a guy who everyone says can guard five positions and. You know, has been this great defender. Uh, we've seen all the chase down blocks and everything throughout his career. One of them won a pretty much won an NBA Finals. Um, it's weird to see Kyle Kuzma have to shove him into a closeout. It's weird to see him stand at the block uh, as I think it was Bruno Caboclo for the Grizzlies buries a three in a two point game that the Lakers absolutely have to win um, and ended up losing that game because in part because the lack of defense um i think there's some other stuff going on there like you know we probably talked about during the trade deadline about um guys the younger guys on that team being i don't know what the right word is but just kind of being off um given the trade situation um and sounding like lebron's kind of pushing for Anthony Davis at the expense of those guys. Uh, but they are, I think at the time we're recording now, I think they're four and a half games behind the Kings or, or uh, I think it's the Kings for the eighth seed. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and they've got one of the harder schedules in the NBA uh, towards the end here. So, you know, there's 19 games left. They're four and a half back. I don't know how much they can make it up. And even if they do, they're just going to get the Warriors in the first round, and it's not going to go well. Yeah. I mean, if they have to play the Warriors in the first round, that's going to be a bloodbath. That's just going to be really bad. Um, I don't know. I feel like – and I feel like – I don't know if their fans would prefer to make the playoffs and get swept or just miss them altogether. I feel like if it were me, I'd rather just miss them altogether. Yeah, I saw someone suggest today that – if the Lakers, the Lakers have a less than 1% chance right now to make the playoffs, and if they start tanking right now, they could conceivably catch the Wizards, and they're 
chance for a lottery pick or a uh, I forget what the pick number was. Pick I think it was like seven or better. Maybe it's a little you know lower in the draft than that. But their chance for a, a high first round pick goes from like four percent up to like thirty percent or something along those lines. Like it's insane. Um, and they should probably think about you know shutting LeBron down for the year, even though he'll uh, he'll protest to it. Yeah, I, I mean, although I mean, shutting him down, yeah, he will protest, but like he's kind of already shut himself down, so I mean, it really wouldn't be would it really be that big of a deal? You know what I mean? Like, I just you kind of start to think like, you know, he's already kind of behaving in such in that in that way. So I mean, they're just doing it officially at that point. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's weird to think, too. He's putting up a near triple-double since coming back from injury, and they're struggling more than they were um, before his injury. And, you know, granted, it was a – I think it was a groin injury, which is always tough to come back from, uh, especially when you're, you know, 34 and have the, the miles on you like he does. And it doesn't help that Lonzo Ball has been hurt. He's been, He has been a good defender for them all season. But it's just it, – it's really hard to watch – um, a guy who, you know, everyone compares to Jordan, um, whether fairly or unfairly, um, as either the best or second best player of all time, stand at the elbow and have Kyle Kuzma shove him just so he goes and closes out. Um, it, it's really mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, sticking with basketball, uh, the Celtics seemingly in the middle of a tumultuous point right now with uh, Kyrie Irving seeming like he's ready to kind of just move on and go to the Knicks. Gordon Hayward not playing well. Uh, The media is kind of ripping them for being all over the place. And they go across the country last night and beat the Warriors by 20 or 30 points. Yeah, I know. And I mean, like, it's been one of those things where, I don't know, to me, it comes up it's just interesting how things have changed over the last year, because I mean, if you remember at this time last year, everybody was saying, Oh, just, you know, look at how the Celtics are doing now versus And, you know, think about what'll happen once they get, Hey, we're back. And, you know, once Kyrie and everybody is healthy. So I think it's just one of those things where now it's interesting to see they've kind of taken a, a 180 and they're kind of taking a downturn. Um, but I do believe – I know a lot of people are giving him a hard time. I do believe Brad Stevens is a good coach, and I do think he can write the ship. But I don't know – I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they can kind of recover, you know, towards the end, you know, as we come to the end of this year. Um, but, I, I mean, I, Tyree has definitely got one foot out the door. And, you know, comparing, like, how he spoke when he was with the Cavs to now, um, I know he's taken a lot of heat for that as well. Yeah, uh, it does seem like he's kind of already got his eye on New York, whether it's the Knicks or the Nets. Um, I would probably think it's the Knicks just because I'm assuming, I mean, they've got they've got two max contract spots, um, and we're assuming it's going to be him and Durant in uh, Knicks jerseys next year. Um, but, yeah, Brad Stevens, I think, can turn it around. And, and they are, while they are the five seed, they're going to end up playing either the Pacers or the Sixers in the first round, which is a matchup that they can – you know, if they start playing well over the last month here, uh, they could easily win that series and, and be the team everyone thought uh, they were going to get this season. 
Um, it's more of uh, if they can get to the, the next couple rounds, what they do against a team like Toronto or Milwaukee, who uh, everyone thought Milwaukee would make a jump, but they didn't think, uh, you know, number one seed in the East, home court advantage type of jump. Um, it, it's it's going to be tough for the Celtics to be that team that challenges the Warriors in the finals, I think. Yeah, and I know, like, the assumption has just been, like, oh, they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. And, I mean, they do have the talent, but they've just been really, like, they just look so disinterested and just very, like, they're going through the motions and they're not, they're not really, they're not playing well. So right now it's really tough to think that they're going to figure it out figure it out enough to make a playoff run. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, teams have a tendency to put it together at the right time. I mean, that has happened. wouldn't be the first time. But they, they've got to start clicking sooner rather than later. Yeah. They've got some big, you know, obviously with Kyrie and Hayward um, and Horford, they've got obviously the big names that, that have been there before. Um, and Hayward was a guy that has struggled this season and uh, – seemingly kind of figured it out last night uh, with him and Kyrie. I think there was one point Kyrie had, I think, 20 or 19 points and 11 assists, and then he hit a three from the corner, comes right back down and takes a charge against Steph Curry in the lane. Um, and you could see kind of the, the emotion, um, you know, as he, he kind of let out a yell, and it was one of those, like, if it clicks for all these guys, it's going to go well. Uh, I think Hayward had 26 or 27 points last night. So when they get it right, they, they get it right. It's just a manner of consistency, I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, other sports that we missed, uh, I think we covered a little bit of Manny Machado, or maybe that was just happening. The talks were happening when we, when we spoke last. Uh, but 10 years, $300 million for Manny Machado to the Padres. Yeah, that's – I mean – that's an insane. I mean, these contracts now are just off the charts. Between um, his and and Bryce Harper's, um, it's one of those things where you hope the team is committed, especially the Phillies, since there's no out clause for Bryce Harper. Uh, but I mean, I'm not going to fault them for going and getting that money. A lot of people are saying nobody should make that money. It's like you know what, go make as much money as you possibly can. Yeah, um, and with Harper, I mean, that 13 years, I mean, he's he's our age. I mean, he's 26. I mean, 13 years, he's going to be a Philly until he's 39 unless they come to some buyout agreement in the future. Because, um, you know, if, if they want to end up, if they want to end it, you know, mutually, then, then it'll happen. But this is, for all intents and purposes, a, a marriage between Bryce Harper and the Phillies. Uh, he's, he's probably going to be there for the rest of his career. And... Um, you know, hopefully, for his sake, we see the Bryce Harper of two, three years ago, where he hits forty to fifty home runs and, and is an MVP candidate, um, and is a and is a good fielder. But who knows exactly what you're going to get? Um, but that thirteen years, three hundred thirty million dollars, is enough to to get you to go anywhere. That's, yeah, exactly, and. Uh... I see that, I, mean, I don't know if you've seen this, but that he he wants to recruit Mike Trout to Philadelphia. I did see that. Um, I think baseball's already 
planning to, or the Angels have complained to the commissioner's office about uh, tampering. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I guess he said if you, if, yeah, if you don't think I'm going to call Mike Trout to come to Philly in 2023, of course he is. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to call Mike Trout. I mean, if you can get Mike Trout and Bryce Harper in the same outfield, I mean that's that's probably enough to win you a World Series right there. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, exactly. So I'm not a fan of it because I do not like Philadelphia. But I mean, I I mean, props to them for going out and, and building a team up that can actually win. Yeah, I mean, this was a smart smart off season from the uh, from the Phillies. They they obviously got Bryce Harper. They've got a good young core, from what I can tell. Um, you know, in the middle of spring training here, there's not much to to figure out yet. Uh, but they were, you know, I think they challenged, at least were relatively close in the NL East last year. Um, and, uh, you know, they added Andrew McCutcheon, who isn't the same Andrew McCutcheon that the Pirates had a couple years ago. But they, uh, they're, they're going to be good this year. Well, and I see, uh, let's see here. That's, I'm trying to see what else is in the Um, Who got suspended for the, the Red Sox? Uh, Stephen Wright. Yeah, Wright got suspended. Yeah, he got, he got 80 games for a, uh, a positive test over the offseason. But to your point, they're going to be, the Yankees are going to be, yeah, I was talking with uh, a couple coworkers this week. Um, it's going to be Yankees or Red Sox winning that division. The other team's going to get the wild card, but it seems like it's probably going to be the Yankees' year. Um, the Red Sox not re-signing Craig Kimbrell. Uh, closer is going to be interesting to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, spring training going on down here. It's in full swing, so everybody's really up for baseball. I'm actually ready for baseball season, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps when you got spring training going on all around you. Um, everyone's there. Helps with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, everybody's down here. Helps with wanting to just get yeah. outside and just sit down for two hours and watch a game. Well, mm-hmm. I guess exactly. not two. It's more like three or four hours, given pace of play. But still, mm-hmm. exactly. So, uh, yes. transitioning to another sport, because I, I think you covered baseball. Yeah, there's no Chelsea uh, baseball so far. Antonio Brown is supposedly going to be traded by Friday. Well. We'll see if that actually happens. It might just be the Steelers trying to, to push teams to to up their offers in the next day or so. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm ready for all that to be just done. Le'Veon's already a free agent, and he wants – I think he wants a ton of money over his first two years. I'm ready to be done with Antonio Brown too. Oh, yeah. I'm done with all of them. I'm done with all of them. Bye. Get him off my team. Right. <laughs> like, get him off my team. Um. The Browns, I think, there were some some rumors going around today about the Browns potentially making some moves in the next couple of days. I mean, that's going to be a team that we saw 
their potential last year with, with Baker in that they're a potentially 10-win team this yeah. year with the way their schedule sets up. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, but, you know, thinking about, just thinking about Antonio Brown, It's I read that the Steelers had initially asked for a first-round pick plus more, but now they're going to settle for just a first-round pick. They sh- yeah. I don't think they should settle. The Steelers asking price started as a first-round pick and other compensation that has been reduced to a first-round pick. Don't settle. Yeah, I, I would say not settle, but as long as you're getting a first-round pick, I think that's kind of what you're aiming for. Um, you can you can always draft other talent. I mean, there's plenty of wide receivers that turn out to be stars that aren't taken in the first round. Uh, I mean, Antonio Brown was a sixth-round pick. Uh Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to take a Juju Smith-Schuster early. You don't have to take um, some of these other guys that early. Um, if As long as you get that first-round pick from, I think you said earlier when we were talking beforehand, um, Oakland and Tennessee were two of the, the teams that are interested. Yes. Yeah, if you can get an Oakland or a Tennessee first-round pick, that puts you a couple picks ahead of where you would have been anyway. That's a That's a good spot. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, they do have needs uh, that could be met with a lot of uh, the talent that's going to the football. You know where I stand on that. There's no way they're going to get Dwayne Haskins, but right, I can. Do. The one thing I, th- I found funny this week was uh, I don't know if you saw. Well, I'm sure you saw over Twitter was uh, Antonio Brown on this uh, app called Cameo, where you can pay to have him spend a message to someone and it was oh, yeah. him wishing someone a happy birthday and a happy, what do you say? Happy second anniversary wedding. And then paused with yeah, his yeah. smile and his blonde mustache. And then went on to talk about working hard at whatever his job was. And I don't know. It was, it was just funny to see, such an awkward video while he's sitting in his pool at his mansion. Yeah, I know he's, I mean, he's big. He is a clown. I mean, I, he's entertaining if nothing else. Oh yeah. Definitely entertaining. And that's, uh, that was a funny, just a funny video that just kind of, kind of pushed it over the edge. Like, all right, you're either, you're either going to be one thing or you're going to be the other now. Exactly. Sticking with football, uh, spring practice started today for uh, for college football. Yes, I was just saying it's exciting, but at the same time, like I don't read too much into spring practice. But it does mean that the season is not that too 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 far away. Yeah, I mean we're we're under six months away now, at least. Um, I think you texted me the other night uh, that uh, Ohio State for uh, Justin Fields is going to be wearing number one. Uh, quarterback, which is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, getting that spotlight put on yourself wearing number one. I'm not sure if that's what he wore at, at Georgia. I think it might have been, but still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what he wore, but that, yeah, big shoes to fill if you're wearing those. Yeah. Luckily, uh, for spring practice, you don't. You hope nobody gets hurt. You hope everyone makes it into uh, spring games and into the summer healthy 
and uh, for any team. And then, uh, you know, that's when guys really start, you know, you figure out who's going to go where on the death chart. Uh, spring practice is just good for uh, your incoming freshmen and any transfers. Exactly. Um, and some people, I mean, this goes quite, you know, anywhere. I mean, some people look at Ohio State spring practice or seeing who's not practicing because of injuries, and it's like, are they really injured, or is it just that I feel like sometimes it just comes down to they don't want to, you know, some of these guys don't need spring practice. So, um, I mean, as we know, the, the story really gets told uh, in fall camp. You know. But this is a good time for, you know, some of the, the new ones, the, the freshmen, um, to get, you know, kind of cut their teeth. So, and the spring game, spring game is a spring game. It'll be, I mean, in Ohio State, it'll be a big deal this year because of Ryan Day. Yeah, um, it was nice to read today that he's going to continue to call play, uh, call plays in the se- during the season. Um, he's going to turn it over to the spring, uh, offensive coordinator um, for the spring, but he's going to be be the main play caller during the season, um, and a lot of what we've seen so far throughout a day or two of spring practice was, uh, and just the off season is hearing about all the incoming freshmen at, at any school um, about how they look. And uh, really with, with being less than six months away now, I mean, we're, we're already ready to go. I mean, we can, yeah, we can I, like they can start the season tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, if they want to, if they want to bump college football up until in, into uh, like July, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. So, uh, what else is going on? Oh, the only other one, the one thing I could think about is um, Zion Williamson. Blowing out his shoe? Yep. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, And whether or not he'll return. Yeah. I, um, man, if I'm him, I'd want to play, but I'd also want to protect my presumably number one overall pick status and not potentially re-injure myself. Yeah, I know. Like that, that would be my biggest concern. Um, I know coach K, you know, said, well, we expect him back by the tournament. I'm, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I mean, if you think back, Kyrie Irving, what broke his, I think he broke his foot like eight or nine games in with Duke, missed the rest of the season, played like two or three tournament games, and went number one overall. So maybe we'll see something similar for Zion. It's that he'll miss the ACC tournament, come back for uh, March Madness, play, you know, play till Duke gets eliminated, and then go number one overall. I could see that happening. I could totally see that happening. Yeah, but um, it was it was very interesting. Like I, I tuned into that game for the. You know, I I don't think I've really watched much college basketball, other than the uh, the Ohio State game that we went to at St. John Arena. Um, and I turned on Duke Carolina. Zion's shoe blows out about thirty seconds in, and I was done. Mm-hmm. I was there to watch Zion. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of college basketball this year, to be honest. Yeah, it's um, whether it, whether for me it's just running 
in with that, like in conjunction with something I'm doing at work with, uh, with other, with G league games, or if it's just, uh, you know, there's stuff on and I just don't feel like watching it. I just haven't been into it. Cause it's, it's either going to be, it feels like it's going to be Duke again. Virginia is going to play a terrible, terrible team in the tournament and either almost lose or lose. Kansas will be up there and, and that'll be about it. Kentucky sounds like they're finally getting good again. I don't know. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. Kansas is not going to win the Big 12 for like the first time in 14 years. That's surprising. Who Who's going to win then? Is it going to be, what, West Virginia or Oklahoma, I'm guessing? I'm not actually, let's see. Who's... I don't know anything about Big 12 college basketball other than Kansas wins the the – the conference in the regular season. I have a friend that's a big Kansas fan, and he was telling me that they're not going to win for like the first time in however many years. Yeah. Oh, no, they're standing. I just looked. It's um, Texas Tech is going to win, it looks like. Yes, either them or Kansas State. Yeah, wow. That's, uh, that's surprising. I was not expecting Kansas to not win – the Big 12. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's just, like, they've been, they're such a, they're just a, well, they'll be back next, you know they're going to be back, like, next year. Maybe this will be, like, a one-year thing. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's, um, it's kind of like not seeing Michigan State or Wisconsin or Purdue at the top of the Big 10. You know it's always going to be one of those three, pretty much, unless Ohio State has a, uh, Jared Sellinger or Greg Oden and Mike Conley on their team. Exactly, which, I mean, that could happen eventually again. Hopefully it does, but not in time soon, that's for sure. Right. Um, I don't even know if there's anything else sports-related. No, I think that pretty much is it. I'm just, honestly, neither of us, neither of us is following too. hockey that much. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. I mean, golf, Tiger comes back in a couple weeks, and uh, he'll be ready for the Masters, but that's about it. I can't believe it's time for the Masters already. I know. That's about a month away. That's wild. That's that's just freaking wild. But, yeah, that uh, I think that about does it then if we've got nothing else. Yeah, that's it, but. So I guess we'll we'll see what Captain Marvel is like, and on a different forum, we'll talk about that. Yes, uh, we'll we'll have that somewhere else with uh, Jared and Kevin. Uh, we'll, the four of us will discuss our thoughts on Captain Marvel. Uh, hopefully Saturday. Yes, in preparation for Endgame next month. Which I have still not seen a trailer. I am hoping. I know I know there's going to be an Avengers Endgame trailer attached to Captain Marvel, so I will be the person in the theater with my eyes closed, head down, hands over my ears, trying everything I can to avoid anything Endgame related till it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta. I don't want to. No. I don't want to see who might come back. I don't want to see who is in the trailer that I'm not thinking is going to be back. Like I just. I want to go into it with no idea of what's about to hit me. You want no, you want to go in there with no expectations at all. Yep, just blind. Go in. Here's who's left. 
And we're going to pick it up from the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Or Fair Captain enough. Marvel. Fair enough. I, I respect I respect it. But otherwise, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk again Saturday about Captain Marvel. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. All right. Uh, talk to you later.